welcome to the Frugal Debt-Free Life Podcast. I'm your host, Lydia Sin, and I am all about teaching you how to live a frugal, debt-free life. Money, like life, is messy and complicated and doesn't always fit inside of a cash envelope. So if you're ready for a grace-filled money discussion that leaves you encouraged and not feeling judged, you have come to the right place. Today, we're going to talk about a few common mistakes that new budgeters make, but also if you've been budgeting for a while and you're just looking at your budget and thinking, why isn't this working anymore? This podcast might have some of the answers that you're looking for, and it's not just a list of all the things you're doing wrong because it's likely you're not doing anything wrong. It's a list of solutions that can help you rework and troubleshoot your budget. We're all in this together. Like It's hard right now to just be a human, let alone try to keep up with your personal finances. So if you struggle with sticking to a budget today, I'm going to share a few common mistakes and solutions for you. So one of the big things that I see when I help people work through their budgets is they don't consider actual costs. So this is something that's really common with people who are trying to get out of debt and they're going hardcore. They're cutting back on everything in every single category, but it's not leaving room for realism. It's not leaving room for what they actually need. So you're going to spend more on groceries and electricity than you realized. You just are probably about 25% more than what you think you need, particularly with these crazy inflation prices we're seeing, which we'll talk about that in a second. But pull up your bank account and see how much you actually spent last month on your basic needs And if you need to make some cuts, that's fine, but you still have to be realistic. Your family is going to need more than $65 a week for you to feed them. You're going to need more than $45 a week to put gas in your car. So just let reality color what those categories need and don't worry about what other people are doing. So I think it's so wonderful that there are so many people on the internet sharing their struggles and sharing their experiences, but it's really easy to look at them and what they're doing and become discouraged with your own situation. You don't know, one, someone who is spending very little on their grocery budget may not have food allergies or the picky eaters that you have in your house. They may live in a low cost of living area. They may have access to grocery stores that you don't have. We just got an Aldi in our community recently and it's half an hour away. So it's not even realistic for me to shop at that Aldi. So in my town, all we have is a locally owned grocery store and a Walmart. And so I don't have a ton of options when it comes to saving money unless I want to drive really far away. So I could look at somebody who's spending very little shopping at Aldi every week, or I could just face my own situation, my own reality, and make a budget based on my needs. So just be mindful of where you get your inspiration. My next tip is you aren't accounting for rising prices. So if you're listening to this in the summer of 2022, then you know we are facing record with a capital record inflation that our generation has never seen before. I have never seen inflation like this 
in my lifetime. And it's frustrating and it's overwhelming and it requires some budget flexibility, which if you do not have budget flexibility, deep breath, it's okay to go ask for help. Like if you're in a situation where you literally cannot afford to buy groceries because of the rising grocery prices, please, please, please hear what I am saying. Do not feel shame in asking for help. It takes a lot of bravery to show up and say, I need some assistance. Can you help me? So please don't suffer. Get the help that you need if you do not have budget flexibility. But if you do have budget flexibility, you cannot rely on February's budget for July's gas prices. You can't rely on February's budget for July's grocery prices. So this is kind of circles back into being realistic and looking at what actual costs and actual prices are, but it also means we can't do a copy and paste budget. We have to make a budget unique for each month because each month is different, right? You're probably, if your kids are home, you may find yourself spending more on groceries during the summer, which is why I'm a big advocate of a snack schedule. If your kids go to public school, they probably have like a break schedule and a lunch schedule, pull it out and show it to them. So when they're asking you for 27 snacks a day, you remind them that they don't get that (laughs) from August to May. But you might need to add a little bit of buffer into your budget right now to account for unpredictable prices with groceries and gas. We've had to raise our grocery budget from $1.25 a week to $2.25 a week. Yeah. Yeah. A whole hundred dollars more for a couple of reasons. One, inflation. And two, uh, my husband has lupus and we started him on the autoimmune protocol diet and it has been a life changer, but it is definitely a more expensive diet. And I feel very fortunate that we are able to do that. We don't necessarily spend the entire $225 every week, but we have a buffer there in case we need it. So we're not like, ah, we went over on groceries again. We just were in a position where we were able to raise that to meet our needs. So if you're in a position where you're able, raise it to meet your needs. My next tip is you forgot life is messy. Life is messy and complicated. What do I say at the beginning of each episode? It doesn't fit inside a cash envelope. So something will come up always. We have been budgeting, living the budget life for 10 years, and we've never had a month where nothing came up. We've never had a month where we didn't have to account for an unexpected expense. This is life and it's unpredictable. So be prepared for an unexpected copay or a birthday party or a field trip or what have you. Just know that things arise that we did not foresee coming and we need to add them to our budgets. My next tip, you didn't include annual expenses. Crap. Did you forget your auto insurance or an upcoming sports fee or soccer for soccer? Why is soccer so expensive? Sometimes when those expenses are not monthly, they just get lost in the shuffle of life. It happens to all of us. So come up with a system where you remind yourself. I like the reminders function on my phone. Sometimes I set an alarm like weeks or months in advance. I also like that Gmail allows you to schedule an email. So about two weeks before... Our annual expenses, like our termite, um, 
our auto insurance, which we pay a couple times a year, those things before they're due, I will set a Gmail alert to email me and my husband to remind us that we have to pay these things. Me and my husband, my husband and me. It's not my husband and I. Do you say the me first or second? Hmm. The next thing is you're being too restrictive. So you have to include a little fun, even if it's just going to the Sonic drive-thru during happy hour or buying a $5 iced coffee. Give yourself a little bit of room to have some fun, to not feel so deprived. It doesn't, you don't have to go over the top. You can, you can still have fun and budget and not go over the top, but give yourself something or you will break. You just will. You're, you're not meant to not enjoy your money. So give yourself a little bit of room to spend the money that you work 40, 50, 60 hours a week to earn because what's the point of all of it? if we don't get to enjoy some of it. Okay, so I hope that these tips are helpful to you. Let me know how you're doing. It's been a rough couple of weeks for us at our house. I really had high hopes for 2022, that it would be more of a light year, that we we wouldn't feel this lingering just intensity that we felt for the past two or three years, but that's not been the case for us. And just let me know how you're doing. You can connect with me on Instagram um, at Lydia Sin. You can find me at frugaldebtfreelife.com backslash podcast where you can find this and every other episode you may have missed. I'm on YouTube and TikTok at Lydia Sin. And I would love to connect with you. Thank you for being here and for listening. And thank you to every single one of you who has left a review. If you swipe over the artwork on Apple Podcast or on Spotify, you can leave a review. And this is how people find the show. And I get to continue the message of debt freedom and hope in your financial struggles. And it just means a lot to me, to those of you who have taken the time to do that. And it means a lot to me that you, dear friend, have taken the time to listen at all. I appreciate you. Keep moving forward and I will talk to you soon.